every one of you greet somebody this morning. Let them know that they're looking better than the last time you've seen them. Amen. And everybody online, greetings to you. God bless you. Thank you for being in service this morning. Thank you for streaming online. All the family, all the friends across the globe, welcome to service this morning. I know you're going to be blessed. Amen and amen. If you're here for the very first time, just give us a wave. We'd like to make you feel welcome. Oh, come on, you're some beautiful people in service this morning. Oh, my goodness. God bless you. God bless you. We heard you took a long journey to get here, and we appreciate you. It was mentioned that you'll be on your way. So God bless you, my family. We'll definitely have a cup of coffee after service, but thank you for being here. We appreciate every one of you. Um, let's get into the Word this morning. Are you blessed that you came already this morning? Do you feel healed and helped already? Glory be to Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you for the anointing upon these lips of clay. As it makes sounds, you make sense. But Father, I thank you that you give us understanding. Help us to obey as you speak. Let all your people hear the voice behind my voice directing them. In Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said amen and amen. Glory be to God. So we are in... Uh, dealing with the prayer grid and um, we are training and developing everybody to just to uh, pray right. You, you can pray, you can't praise wrong, but you can pray wrong. And so when Jesus had to teach his disciples, he says, teach us to pray. He said, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Then that is everything got to do with heaven. And then he said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Then lead us not into temptation. Keep our hearts pure. Keep us pure. So when Jesus gives them this prayer, he gives them the whole ecosystem of heaven. I am teaching this morning, the, the title of my sermon for anybody that wants to, uh, it's called The Blessing in Obeying. So when you speak about an ecosystem, uh, what is the simplest definition I found is that an ecosystem is a geographic area where plants, animals and other organisms as well as weather and landscape work together to form a bubble of life. And I like that. Because when you take that in the natural and begin to understand that the bubble that God gave Adam at the beginning of time, he gave him an ecosystem. So it made, it made all of life made sense in the kingdom of God. And so when you look at Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, the Bible lets us clearly know that even in Christ, He's given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. All things. And if you begin to pay attention to the kingdom of God, you'll find out that we've been living so far out of God's ecosystem. Because at the beginning of time, on the sixth day, the God makes His man in the evening of the sixth day. and But He created all before he made the man, he built an ecosystem. So this man could thrive in that ecosystem. Then God said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. 
and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. There's no dominion over people and there's no dominion over heaven. The heavens, the high heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth is given to the sons of men. So when you get into, when Adam gets into this ecosystem, he wakes up in a place of order. Because God's obsessed with order. And everything in Adam's environment, Adam is able to have dominion in his environment because God built the system. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, please. So then God blessed them. And of course, that time Eve wasn't even there. Because Eve was locked up in Adam. Then God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Because when you're in my ecosystem, your only response is not looking for a job, Adam. It is only to be fruitful. It's to bring forth something that will make this planet a better place. So be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Anything. You, you, you've got dominion over it. You can rule over it. And then God goes further and He says, See, I've given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of all the earth. And every tree whose fruit yields seed to you, it shall be for food. everything that you need God says if you stay in my ecosystem Adam you are never going to need a thing in the earth in that ecosystem I please want you to see this was the presence of God in that ecosystem was the very life of God it was the glory of God to a place where there was so much life. Where I mean, when God wakes this man up, the Bible says God breathed into man and he, the breath of life and he became a living soul that he could communicate with heaven. Adam never went to no university. Adam never lived off knowledge and information. Adam lived off revelation. God downloaded into his man what he needed. There was no school. It was straight from heaven. Revelation. Whatever he needed for the day, you'd be able to. And the Bible says that God would bring animals to Adam. And whatever Adam named him, that's what those animals were. So he's built, he's built an ecosystem for this man to thrive in. And all around him, all the provisions, all the protection, all the peace, the purpose, the plan of God. Walking in the cool of the day was the best part of the day for Adam. But if you look at this man... And what God gave him was a kingdom. And in that kingdom was the power of God, was the purposes of God, was the plan of God, was the prosperity of God, was the, come on somebody. He never backed down from his assignment. This boy always progressed every single day. And then God puts a tree in the middle of the garden and says, Now I'm helping you understand. You're made in my image and you are very powerful. 
What makes you so powerful? You're made in the image of God, number one. Number two, you have the power called your will. I did not make you a robot. In this ecosystem, we don't force anybody to, to do anything. You got no right to manipulate anybody. It's called witchcraft. Because God offers you an ecosystem. And in the middle of it, he puts in a tree. What? So that Adam, when he wakes up in the morning, he exercises his will. And through his own will, he says, I'm not eating from that tree because I have an instruction from God. And as long as he doesn't eat from the tree, the ecosystem is alive. As long as he's not eating of that thing and exercising his will and obeying God, the ecosystem stays alive. This is what God originally intended. Now, when you go back to Jesus coming back, you, of course we know that Adam disobeyed God. And the reason why the ecosystem fell, I please want you to, today, me, uh, uh, my, my background is, I'm a systems analyst. And things for me must make sense. I sit and I study things over in people's lives and I study them over and over again to see um, uh, what makes life work. I travel with Dr. Winston, I, I serve him and I, I've been to the Bahamas, but I, I, I don't want your things. I want to know how you got your things. Because if you give me your things, I must come back to you and I need more things. But if I know how you think, come on, you're going to get better this morning. I know it's a little cold, but you're going to say a little amen this morning. That's the reason why when you're dealing with the six spots and Jesus goes and is introducing a new system, the very first miracle is because this is the way Adam lived before. He lived off a system that never ran out. So Mary says, we're out of wine. She gives, them the, gives Jesus the story, makes a demand on the word of God. And when you make a demand on the word, your faith goes to work to fill up the pots. But here's the important thing. Is that when you get into these and understanding the pots, the Bible says, Jesus gave them an instruction. He says, take water and fill it to the brim. Everybody put your hand here. Because if your mind doesn't transform, do not conform to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that which is the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. If you don't have your mind renewed, you have to come back to this place every week for another miracle. But God wants to make you a walking miracle so that when you go to your school tomorrow, when you go to the boardroom tomorrow, the Bible says as they went, uh, the water turned into, into wine. Are you with me? If, you don't, if your mind's not renewed, you have to keep on coming back to me. Or find a man of God to pray for you. Yet when you come into the kingdom of God, because this is what Adam lost. He lost an ecosystem. Jesus introduces them in John chapter 2 to the new ecosystem or to the original. And they, and they begin to pour the water of God's, uh, which is, you know, is for God's word, into this vessel. This is who you are. What is important about the vessels is this. The reason why people don't transition is because you've not given them a blueprint to transition into.
If you don't tell them, or if you say to me, you need to change, I ask into what? I mean, everybody's changing now, right? I mean, you can become a cat if you want to now, apparently. Look, man, we used to call you cat before you even knew about cats. And many people are trying to transform. They, they're frustrated with life, but they don't even know how, what are they transforming into. I mean, non-binary, you wake up every morning and you decide what you're going to be. What a terrible existence. So when Jesus comes onto the scene, he begins to let you pour, he lets you know where the water must be poured into. And what you're finding out is this is the Our Father. This is everything that you need to live a life of success in the earth. So this is what Adam lived under. It is this ecosystem. And I please want you to see and join the dots this morning. Hmm. In, in this ecosystem, we know everything went wrong in the garden. Let me give you some revelation. We'll get into this now. Isaiah chapter 2 verse 21. I please want you to see God's ecosystem has never changed. And is wanting you to come into what he has for you. So that when you step into the kingdom of God, everything that you need to live a life of success and power and purpose is locked up in the system. Do you have Hosea chapter 2? Okay, we keep on praying for you. We come against every work of wickedness against our systems in Jesus' name. It's Hosea chapter 2. Not Isaiah, but Hosea. And give it to me on verse 21. I appreciate. Thank you so much. It shall come to pass in that day that I will answer. You are praying. And what you are doing is because of the ecosystem that was lost. You are now needing to, in your family and in your home, you are now reconnecting this ecosystem. You are now bringing this ecosystem together. In the ecosystem, you don't have only goods. You don't have a contract. You don't have a job. In the ecosystem, you have a Father in heaven. And hallowed be your name. Then I have in my ecosystem every single one of these. My prosperity is right in the center of God's will. Because I've accepted the kingdom message and the plan of God begins to unfold for my life. And then the people that are connected to my destiny begin to come. And as I keep it pure and I make sure that I don't partake of the world and its system, I keep my heart pure. I begin to progress continually as I forgive people. Are you with me? You don't let things stay in your heart. You deal with them every day. Don't wait until um, you have to go and see a man sitting behind a... A box you can't see. Deal with the man that's through the word of God. His name is Jesus. There is no person on earth that can forgive you for your sins, man. Come on, somebody. Don't make me preach it this morning. But it's an ecosystem. And this is how it works. It shall come to pass in that day that I will answer, says the Lord. How does God answer? I will answer the heavens. Because the heavens belong to the Lord. 
It's an ecosystem. You praying, we want heaven on earth. God, that's his throne. That's his office. So he's sitting, the Bible says he set his glory above the heavens at Psalms chapter 8. So this is his office. And when you pray, he sends an answer to the office. Come on, work with me. He's in his boardroom. He's heard about how, what you've done. He's heard about your prayers. And what he does is he sends an, an, a WhatsApp to the office. He sends an email to the office. Apparently, Tyron has been praying. Oh, no, no Sharon has been sowing seed. I'm going to help you because he sends the email to the heavens. So the office, which has all the angels, he sends an, a message. The heavens respond. I will answer the heavens. And in the boardroom, they're going to send an answer to the earth. And they shall answer the earth. And the earth shall answer with grain, with new wine, and with oil. And they will answer. Put your name there. Come. No, no, no. Say it better. Say And they will answer. They will answer Apostle Max. So that's the instruction. It's my ecosystem. If I find somebody in the earth that is praying to God... God sends the email to the office in heaven. The administration, the angels go and they command the earth to make sure that in the ecosystem, you send what they need. That person, that family, you send them the answer because they honored me. Come on, you're going to hear me this morning because this is God's ecosystem. This is God's ecosystem. And as long as the ecosystem was in play, Adam had no issues. Because it's going to get good in a minute. The Lord gave me, I've been up since two o'clock this morning for this word for you. Someone's going to get an answer this morning. I'm letting you know. So the way God sustains this there's got to be something that comes from man because when Jacob saw the ladder and he had this dream he says there was a ladder that touched the earth that touched the heaven from the earth and here's, here's the secret look at the order man he says and the angels were ascending and descending it's an ecosystem you with me? It didn't say that the angels were first descending. It was that the angels were first ascending. So anybody that's praying in the earth, you have angels going and come on ascending. Your seed is according. When you sow your seed, when you pray, you're keeping the ecosystem alive that the earth must respond to you with the things that you've been asking for. Psalms chapter 67, verse 5 to 7. Watch now and obey. Let the peoples praise you. 
do me a favor. Never hear and not obey. I'll wait for you. up. I feel the anointing now. Woo! You just activated the ecosystem of heaven. Glory! 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 Oh my God. You haven't even heard the reward yet. Please be seated for a minute if you can. Glory be to God. So let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Give me the next verse. Then what happens? You activate the ecosystem. Then the earth shall yield an increase to you. God, our own God will bless us. So when the praises go up, the blessings come down because apparently there's an email that comes from you that's been sent to the office and all of heaven is responding to the praises of his people. Oh my God. Oh my God. I want you to see this this morning. Because this whole thing is sustained through a relationship with God. So you never came in here for the good. So you, you've seen all the principles of prosperity of secular companies winning. You know, whether it be football clubs or whatever. they all using the same principles for prosperity but what's the difference they violated the ecosystem and you can have principles for prosperity but you will not have the one that gives you peace that's why relationship is first because your prayers and your offerings go before the king of kings and the lord of lords he's our father and he's in heaven then we start to make requests on the earth. And every request brings you into the purpose, the plan, the power, the prosperity, the peace, the progress in the kingdom of God. So when you begin to get to a church or begin to move into the things of God, there is a place that God is for your prosperity and for the people that God has got for you in the earth. Please hear me. Please hear me. Whew. Whew. I've been so careful with this message this morning because God is really, really moving on my heart for some things. The things that are coming and I want to be just careful with His word. 
First Kings chapter 8, verse 35. You see, for many people, even born again, they're living under a brass heaven. And the rain and the dew of heaven has been withheld over their lives. Because you can't make rain. I mean, let them try all they want and create your artificial stuff. And we understand that how they use cloud seeding and the like. We, I get that. But all of that stuff in their arrogance is what they're building. To exclude God. To tell you that you don't need God. And that ecosystem is about to crumble. And they think they're getting stronger. But I'm letting you know, anybody that lives outside of God, anything birthed outside of the Spirit of God has got no future. You build it in your own flesh, it's got no future. So when Solomon says, I want to build a temple for you, and dedicates the temple, this is what he says in that temple. He says, when the heavens are shut up, and there is no rain because they have sinned against you, there's a reason why the heavens are shut up over certain people's lives. Because they wouldn't honor God. The heavens got shut over Adam's life. Because what sustains all of this, let me just say it, is the voice of God. It's in obeying His voice that this ecosystem is sustained. One condition only. You can have all of this. All I want you to do is obey my voice. Because when God comes and finds this boy naked and ashamed and afraid of the voice of God. He says, I was afraid and I hid myself. I heard your voice and I ran. How many people are running from the presence of God? Still so many people don't believe that God can speak to them. Yet, the only way you can come in on the system is to obey His voice. Where God begins to rearrange your life. We're hearing the different people and going through different challenges because they stepped into this church and they started praying the Our Father. Why are you afraid when God takes the thing that you built in your flesh and with the people that you thought were actually going to go with you, and God knows in His kingdom, the people that are impure, that are not going to work with you, that will not survive where you're going to? Why are you afraid to let Him have His will and have His way? Because when you come into the kingdom of God, you said, Thy kingdom come and seek it first. It means that God's got the right to rearrange my life. Oh, you don't like that? You don't, like, you don't like the idea that I studied for many, many years to be a systems analyst. And God says, we're pulling that and we're going to make you a preacher. I'm like, what? I can help you. He says, no, son. Where you're going to, you're going to need both your hands. Because the kingdom and the things that are happy is so huge. So when God is rearranging your life, your life's not turned upside down, it's being turned right side up. Because the kingdom is reprioritizing your life. Are you hearing me? There are relationships that will never take you to where you're going to. There are people attached to your history and there are people attached to your destiny. And when you come into the kingdom of God, because of prosperity, because of progress, and because of purity, God will make sure they are removed from your life. 
Because this is real. What's God doing? He's rebuilding your ecosystem. He's not throwing your gift out. But there are certain people that have been controlling you. People that have got impure hearts. They smile with you, but they're really not with you. And so David lets you know. He says, when the people came to join David, he says, are your hearts with me? Because David was concerned about the ecosystem. In my ecosystem, in my world, I don't jump to every conference and every person that I see. Invitations are coming out of Nigeria, Kenya. Work to do. And I have to pray because it's taking me many, many years to build this ecosystem for my life. To follow after God. And when I bring you into my ecosystem, you need to know I don't need to preach this morning. I can go and start a different company somewhere else if God tells me to do it. The only reason why I'm here this morning is because God called me to do this. I don't have another instruction. And wherever I go, I go with an ecosystem. And I preserve that ecosystem. I, 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 I don't get involved in doing just good things. I'm involved in the right things. For the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And I'm letting you know that if you're not going to walk with me, I, I, I'm not cursing on you. And this is, might not be the place for you, but that's okay. Because when God has brought me into this place, I know that I have a responsibility to you. Because if God called you into this ecosystem, then there's something about your purpose. And there's something about the plan of God. And there's something about uh, the power of God. And there's money on you. There's prosperity on you. There is a place uh, on the deal with the impurity because we've got to make sure that every vessel is a vessel of honor because uh, if this be the DNA of this house uh, and this be the ecosystem that God has created then nobody's broke in this church uh, and nobody's sick uh, you will not die before your time you are coming to what God has got for you you are in a different ecosystem welcome to the kingdom of God shout yes Stop messing around. Why is it over some people's lives the heavens are just shut? It's got to do with the voice of God. Today, Lord, I bind my ear to the mouth of God. Genesis chapter 3 verse 17. There's going to be a release in this place this morning. I feel it. I feel this thing building. I'm going to give you some scripture. Then Adam, God walks into the garden. He says, you've messed up. He blames. He calls on Adam. He doesn't even call on the wife. He doesn't even call on Satan. He goes to this, the one that was given the authority. At the end of the month, I have a men's raw meeting. Men's breakfast. We need to deal with the authority that you are in your home and for your life. Because when it fails, it's your fault. Because you heeded the voice of your wife and you have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat of it. 
I gave you instruction of what to do. This whole system is sustained by my voice and my command. Now, if you don't want to, then, then go find yourself a job. Walk around naked and ashamed. He says, I commanded you saying you shall not eat of it. Now here's a problem. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. The ecosystem's broken, Adam. Where you could send a request to heaven and the office could send the angels to deliver it to the earth. The earth is now going to struggle with you. You're now in a war with the earth because it's going to be a, a cursed thing over your life. The things that belong to you, the things that came for free, now you're going to have to sweat for it because you broke the ecosystem. Next verse. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. You shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread Till you return to the ground. What a curse. Because according to God's ecosystem, I'm on earth. And as long as I'm on earth, and heaven's got my request, heaven sends it to the earth, the earth goes and gives me my wine, gives me my grain, gives me what I need for my situation, and it gives to Jezreel, it gives to Apostle Max what he needs for his assignment. As long as I'm in God's ecosystem, if I've accepted the kingdom message, then kingdom resources are released. Now you, 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 you're going to, for out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you shall return. And I'm finding people that should be in the kingdom of God, functioning out of the system, where they're running out and it feels like every single day is a struggle. That's no way to live. That's not what you were, you weren't created for struggle. Even your whole system's not designed for that. That there's no job, that there's no way, that there's no answer, and every day you're doubting, should I, shouldn't I? How do you live that way? How? How? Let me show you what the curse looks like. The sweat that people are in. Go with me now to the next chapter. Go to Genesis chapter 4. Now Adam knew his, Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and she said, I've acquired a man from the Lord. She bore Cain, this time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a till of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. What's they, what are they doing? They're trying to rebuild the ecosystem. You're rebuilding the ecosystem with an offering, with your praise. With your worship. Why? I want the earth to heal its increase to me. Someone's going to hear me. The reason why you worship, the reason why you, you, you came to church, the reason why you got born again is that God brought you into an ecosystem that is self-sustaining. It's got its own medical aid. It's got its own security. It's got its own protection. It's got its own peace. It's got it. Come on, somebody. You got to hear me. In this world, you will have trials and tribulations. But I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you. John 16 and 32. So he comes trying to rebuild the ecosystem with God. Brings an offering because the heavens must make sure that the earth gives me and make sure that I'm sustained in my assignment. Hmm. 
Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. But he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. I don't want to get into the detail. But you don't give God your leftovers after you paid Edgars and Truids. First fruits. You honor God first. This is his ecosystem. God don't need your stuff, but God wants you to know that he's always going to be number one. And if he's not number one, then he's not no number in your life at all. You don't give him your afters. You don't come and say, here's a leftover for you. Oh, let me think, what can I give God this morning? The devil is a liar. He's the most high God, and he deserves your praise. He deserves your honor. He deserves first place. You don't give him afters. You give him your first. You give him the very best. You don't come to him after the process of time. You don't come to him after you paid all your accounts and say, oh, I think I must give God something. It's the 15th of the month. Oh, it's the 9th of, of July. No. Seek first the kingdom of God means that I put God first. First day of the week is Sunday. It belongs to the Lord. First piece of money, my tithe belongs to the Lord. First, come on. Waking hour in the morning. You honor him. You don't run to your cell phone. You run to the throne. He's first. Been laying awake this morning, praying different things and saying, God, what do you want done? Feel we've stepped into a whole different season because of our prayer. The earth is going to respond differently in the season. I feel it. We are the believers in this place. And his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? He says, If you work the system, won't the system work for you? Acts 10 and 34. God's no respecter of persons. If you work his system, won't his system also work for you? He says, if you do well, will you not be also accepted? If you get in on the ecosystem of what I've created, won't you also come to a place of purity and peace and progress and prosperity? Huh? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door and his desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Because if you come in on my ecosystem and you begin to work the system, you might not have gotten everything this, this season. But go and learn from your brother. And go and make sure that you develop and understand if you have to go and trade that carrots and make sure you got some blood on your offering and you bring it first like he did. If you just follow after him, won't I do the same for you? Now Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel and, and, and his brother and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel, your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now, whew, there is nothing worse than living like this. So now you are cursed from the earth. I've sent an email from heaven and I've told the earth. You understand the earth is a living thing. 
Why is the earth groaning looking for the sons of men? The earth is a living thing. The earth, God spoke to the earth and said produce. And if you are a speaking, not the speaking spirit, you've got the right to speak to the earth. Because the earth must give up what belongs to you and your destiny. I'm in a meeting over here and we, we brought in Apostle Kure all the way from Nigeria. And he comes and he preaches here and we walk out. He says, so what are you going to do? I tell him what you're going to do. He goes outside and says, come with me. He takes me and says, you need to stand on the ground. Took some soil. He says, earth, I now command you to give up what this man needs for his assignment. You must give it up to him. Because the day is coming when he stands before the judgment seat of Christ and he has to give an account for his time on the earth and you're going to have to go and stand on that witness stand with him and give the reason why you never gave up his stuff. You have dominion over the earth. Why are so many people struggling? He says, now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth. The earth is a living thing. To receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, there's nothing worse. But involved in projects and you come back with nothing. Worked for years and years for people. And all they give you is a gold pen. Ask me. My father was very proud before he died. He said, son, this is what I got for 33 years of service at total. It shall no longer yield strength to you. Because the email has been sent. The message has been sent from heaven to the earth to say, whenever you see Cain, don't respond. A fugitive and a vagabond you shall be on the earth. Never find a house. Never find, always renting. Always borrowing from someone else. Why is the earth not responding to me? I mean, I was sent you not under a curse. I am blessed. And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you've driven me out of this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. Let's jump past this. He breaks the ecosystem. Through murder. And because he breaks the ecosystem, instead of learning how the ecosystem works, his anger gets him to a place of where he violates the system and all of the, that's on the earth that must come to him for his assignment. It's never going to be happen. Aren't you grateful this morning for the blood of Jesus? Let all the peoples praise him. I'm going to wait for you this morning. And you're going to give Jesus the proper praise. The, give him his rightful place. And thank him that there's blood that was shed for you and me. Galatians, Galatians chapter 3 lets you know that he became a curse for us that the blessing of Abraham can be upon us. 
that the blessing of Abraham can come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. So Jesus comes to restore. He gives you back a kingdom with an ecosystem. That if you follow after what he's got here and you begin to develop in every single one of them, hear me today. I am not telling you that we perfected anything. Paul said, but we're pressing on. There are many times we poured in here. I, we don't have it all together. But we started pouring. And the Bible says, God is the reward of those who diligently seek him. He didn't say you have to find him. He says, just get onto the map. Just start to work the ecosystem. And you don't, might not know how to praise her, but you're learning how to praise her. You might not fully give all your offerings yet. You don't know how. You're pouring your offering. You're making sure that you're putting God first. You keep on pouring a little bit. And then, oh, I need to know the plan of God. I'm pouring a little bit. And then I need to know about the purposes of God. And I'm pouring a little bit. And then I'm finding a little bit of a breakthrough. And there's a bit of prosperity flowing. And then... I'm making my heart right and I'm getting some purity in my life and then I find another day like this month of July my cup is beginning to run over and God's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him because if I just start to move in the ecosystem and I begin to develop in the kingdom of God prosperity will flow peace will flow progress on my life because because heaven is responding to the earth. And the earth is giving me what I need for my assignment. And everybody said, When you find the sun in the earth, here comes the wise men. Because the heavens will say to the wise, to the wise men, We've, who are you looking for? There's a king in your environment. We saw his star in the east. And we come with gifts. We've come to give him what he needs for his assignment. It's heaven. It's earth. Earth then gives up. There are people that will bow to you that don't even like you because you're bowing to the king of kings and the lord of lords. Hmm. My God. Huh. Daniel chapter 10 verse 12. Holy Ghost now help me. The days of you sweating for your stuff are over. There's a man who obeys God. His name is Abraham. He's the father of your faith. Go with me to Genesis chapter 22, please. I'll come back to Daniel chapter 10, verse 12. God says, take now your son, your only son, the one whom you love. And because you're obeying my voice, I'm now creating an ecosystem around you that 318 leaders, servants, in his own house became wealthy. They could take out kings because they came in under Abraham's ecosystem. Then the baby comes. He grows about 14. And God says, now take your son. The only son, the one that whom you love. I know you got another one, but the one whom you love. And take him and go and sacrifice him up on a mountain. 
mountain, I'll show you. The ecosystem is sustained through the voice of God and obeying His voice. I please want that abundantly clear this morning. I want you to know where your resources come from. It's not from your job. The job, they'll, they'll shut the door even though you qualify it. They'll say no even though, and yet when you come in the ecosystem of God, you might not be qualified, but they'll open the door. Then they came to the place of which God had told him, and Abraham built an altar there. Why? He's always sustaining the ecosystem. You raise an altar in the earth, angels ascend, go to the boardroom, go to the admin office, and tell the earth to give me what I need. Because if I'm going to obey God's voice, angels must go, and let it be known that I am the one that's going to obey God. Jesus. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in the order and he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven. And said, Abraham, Abraham, he said, here I am. He said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know. Every believer's got to get to a place of where God can respond. Heaven's email must be sent and said, this is Ronaldo and his obedience. Now I know. I'm wanting to serve God. I want to fulfill the plan. I hear of these people and what they're doing in the kingdom. All transitions are personal. Please note that. And I'm transitioning out of a world system into the kingdom system and I'm trusting God. And I, I heard God tell me that he'll be shutting the door at this insurance company. And a year later he did, but I was so fearful. All I, all I knew was how to, I was getting my resources from a system. But I was a tither and I honored God and I wanted to f- follow Him. And I had my own call center and I was making plenty of money. And then God said to me, I'm, I'm calling you into something deeper. And I'm struggling with His system. And so my children, I'm having to pay my helper her, her, a monthly salary and then having to borrow from her to get bread for my children. And after two months, every now and again, I'm running out and I'm going and I'm, I don't know how the system works and I'm struggling with this and I'm like, God, what do you want me to do? And, I, and, and deep down inside of me, I mean, I'm not even asking God. I'm just like, I don't know how the system works. I'll just pretend, go to church on a Sunday morning, clap hands and say, how are you doing? Blessed, my brother. Get rid of the pretense, man. Get, God can deal with your issue. Get rid of the pretense. I went to God and I said, now I'm letting you know. I am out of this job and I'm actually a very skilled person. I'm going to go and get myself another job. I want you to know that I'm giving you a weekend. In fact, this thing started on, 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 on Wednesday and I was like, I'm not going to put my family through this anymore. In fact, I, I've had my car, my bills are paid, everything was good when I was working. Now I'm in trouble working your system. So I'm done. 
tell you what we're going to do. I'm not going to borrow another cent. And we had a packet of dull. Uh, for, for you people, it's uh, lentils. <laughs> and I changed empty bottles to go and get. I walked to the shop because I couldn't drive. There was no petrol in my car. And I walked and I exchanged that for bread. And I love God. And I'm not gambling anymore, and I'm tithing, and I'm not in a, in a nightclub anymore. I'm not messing around anymore. I just want to know how the system works. And by the Wednesday, I decided I'll be fasting and praying from now. Evening came, the children came from school. What are we going to eat? Told my wife there, get bread out, give them. Dad, aren't you eating? I said, no, fasting. I go into the throne room of God and I said, listen, no, between me and you, I love you and I honor you. But until you do something to show me, I'm out of here. I love you. I don't know how your system works. It's Wednesday. Nothing happens. Thursday. Dad, what are we eating? The same thing you ate last night, children. Just this time, maybe add some tomato sauce if there is. Or toast the bread if you want. I made up my mind. I'm going to go back to my old job and just up my skill and just get, why do this, man? Let me find a job I want to earn. I earned 40000 a month 25 years ago and I had my own call center in business. Why must I go through this? Pouring water. What's the point? Friday, the Lord shows me a woman in my prayer and fasting. She says, I've spoken to this woman. And she's coming with the resources. This woman comes at my, my door. Let's just cut the story. Two o'clock the Friday afternoon. Hooting at the gate. When I go there, she was part of our home cell, our connect group. She says, I woke up this morning. I'm going away this weekend. I'm taking my family. The Lord woke me up and he said, I must bring this money to you. And I said to the Lord, I'll do it on Monday when I get back from the holiday. The Spirit of God said, now. Now. She comes to the gate with this envelope in her hand and her hand is shaking like a leaf. She says, what did you do with God? Why would heaven respond like this? Fearful. She puts that money in my hand. I take the car from there and I'm able to put in petrol and thank God. It was that moment where God said to me, now I know. And because I found the system and I never have to beg anybody. God says, now I can trust you with the church. Because you're never going to go and beg anybody and manipulate anybody. Because I am your supply. I am the one that can take care of you. I am your God. I am your source. And every leader and every born-again believer must have a God encounter where you have an encounter that says, now I know. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm not going back.
until you've had that encounter with God. It's too late to tell me that tithing and sowing in the kingdom doesn't work, man. Before I started the church, I had this encounter. Please be seated. Let's wrap it up. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God. Since you've not withheld your son, your only son from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked and there behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. He entered into an ecosystem. And Abraham called the name of the place. The Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven. And said, by myself, I have sworn, says the Lord. Because you have done this thing. You think that your offerings don't count. You think that God doesn't see it. You don't think it's registered in heaven. You don't think that your offering, your serving, your giving to the Lord, your time, your talent, your treasure, your offerings and the things that you do. You think that God doesn't see it. The same way that God sees a leftovers that you give him. He also sees the firstborn that you bring and the way you honor him. He sees it all. It's his ecosystem. Because the blessing is in obeying. And he said, by myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and not withheld your son, your only son. Blessing. I will bless you. And multiplying. I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven. And as the sand which is on the seashore. That means there's a connection in the stars in the heaven and the sand on the seashore. Whenever you see the stars and whenever you see the sand, you will know that I am with you because of one level of obedience. Come on, somebody. And your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies. Please read with me. The blessing is in obeying. Now read with me. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Why? Because you've obeyed my voice. Your prosperity is in the mouth of God. When God speaks, He's calling you into an ecosystem to sustain you the rest of your days. It wasn't about coming to church. There comes a time when you've been honoring and serving God. Let's wrap it up with Acts chapter 10 verse 1 quickly. There is a blessing in obeying. Because God, when He asks the rich young ruler, sell all that you have. Give what you have to the poor. And then take up your cross and follow me. Come and follow me. He was inviting him into an ecosystem to partake of purpose, of power, of prosperity, of progress, of purity, of the plan of God. When God is calling you into the kingdom, He's calling you into an ecosystem to rearrange your life so that your life will count for something in the earth. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment. A devout man and one who feared God with all his household. 
who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. He doesn't even know who the God he's praying to. But he knows he's going to fear God. There is a God somewhere. I don't really know what this God is. But I'm going to keep on helping people and I'm going to pray to God continually. He's not even born again. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, what is it, Lord? So he said to him, your prayers and your arms, your giving, your praying and your giving have come up for a memorial before God. Because it's documented. Everything you do is documented. Your praying time, it's documented. Your giving, it's documented. Your leftovers, it's documented. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? So he said to him, Your, your present arms have come up for a memorial before God. Verse 5. Now send men to Joppa and send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. He's lodging with Simon at Tanner, whose house is by the sea. He will tell you what you must do. See that? In the ecosystem, even though you don't know God, when you bring your offering, God appears to Solomon after he puts out offerings and he says, now, here's a blank check. What can I do for you? Then the angel who spoke to him had departed. Cornelius called two of his household servants and a devout soldier from among those who waited on him continually. So when they had explained all these things to him, he sent them to Joppa. The next day, as they went on their journey, they drew up near the city. Peter's up on the housetop to pray. He went up to the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. Then he became very hungry and wanted to eat. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. And he saw heaven opened. Because he's in the ecosystem. And an object, like a great sheet bound on the four, at the four corners, descended to him and led down to the earth. Because heaven must give instruction to the earth to give you what you need. I hope you're seeing the connection. It's God's ecosystem. In it were all kinds of four-footed animals on the earth, while bees creeping things and birds of the air. There's plenty of revelation. A voice came and said to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. And Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I've never eaten any, anything common until he was dealing with bringing the Gentiles in. And so that, that's for a different day. Give me the worship team up. I need to really wrap it up. You need to really do ask yourself in the in joining the dots have you made the connection between your life your prayers your giving your serving and how heaven is dealing with your affairs in the earth have you found the reason why it's not working or if it's working you need to map it out I sit with business people I counsel with them. So in the week, there's different business people across the globe and in, you know, um, on the African continent, New Zealand, uh, we're having different conversations. And what we do is with business people um, and their mind, I, I said, I'm praying for you now, but because I know that God answers me when I call, you're not sure? Why would you pray if you know that God's not answering you? If you don't believe that God answers you, why would you pray? 
if you're honoring God and you're doing what is right, won't you also be accepted? I mean, a man that's not even born again, he gets an answer and God pulls him into the ecosystem. He doesn't even know that God is worshipping. And what we do with the business people, it's becoming really fun for me in this season concerning money and resources. Because my initial training for every business person, poverty is the result of broken relationships. Broken relationship, if, if someone is struggling financially, I can go to one of four places. First, your relationship with God. Are you in on the ecosystem? How are you born again? Because some people think, I just want money. I said, no, get born again. Why would God first give you Him and not the things? Why would He take them out of bondage and not take them straight to the promised land and say, there's all the things? Because you will just end up making the promised land an idol again because you had idols in Egypt. You'll take those same idols into the promised land. So you got to stop over by him first. Relationship first. Because no matter whoever is, is where the money comes from, you'll only be my resource. You are not my source. Because the reason why people are in poverty is because there's a broken relationship. Number one, as a king, you don't have a relationship with God. So you pray the Our Father. Relationship first. Now He begins to work in you if you're serious about it, if you're not faking it. He now begins to bring you in His plan, into His purpose, and you take life seriously. God starts releasing the resources. Why would God give you something that will destroy you? He's not an irresponsible father. Give you a Maserati when you're 12 years old. Get out of here, man. Soldier one and soldier two. No, that was Brian and my son, Warren. When we started the ministry, I'm telling you, we're going to have this cars and then, and then, and we're going to be soldier one and soldier two. And God says, okay, I'm good. I can give it to you. But how about I give you 18 years of training in the army first before I can give you this thing? So that it doesn't destroy you when I give it to you. Stay ready for it now, but I mean, I'm just letting you know. Your father in heaven is not irresponsible. So I deal with business people. One, your relationship with God. Two, your relationship with you. Do you know who you are? Do you know what you've been called to do? Do you know your gifting? Number three, how do you deal with others? How's that? Are you trespassing? Taking other people's things or having to bribe people or having to take a shortcut to get to your destiny. You can't do that. Forgive us our trespasses. The reason why you think it's a shortcut, the enemy goes and traps you and you find yourself five years later going nowhere and still don't have the breakthrough. So you don't violate these principles for prosperity. And number four is the place. Is this what you've been called to do? Because God made places before He made people. And when you find the place that God has got for you, the prosperity is there, the plan of God is there, the people are there, all that you need to progress in life is found there. You can't walk into this thing without keeping your integrity in place. Two tests, Joseph must pass. Two tests, you want to come and be like a Joseph? Oh, I got a Joseph anointing. Then you must pass two tests. One is money and two is morality. This is the kingdom. It's not a game you're playing. This is life. 
There's no reruns here. You think that this is a joke? Oh, that's a good sermon. Really? It's my life poured out into this thing. And in my ecosystem that God has given me, in my world, I've only have one desire is to see you come into your destiny and that God has got for you. And the day you start to come into this, there'll be a release of resources like you've never seen before. Because the, the rich young ruler, it's not that he had money, it's that money had him. You can only sleep in one bed. You can only one drive, drive one car at a time, at a time. Unless you're going to clone yourself in the AI. I mean, you, know, you can do that now. One bed at a time. Have you made the connection? There's a connection between his voice and my prosperity. Because this is God's ecosystem. To say money is prosperity is not incorrect, but it's incomplete. Because you can have money and have no peace. Because when the, the blessing of the Lord comes upon you, it makes rich and adds no sorrow. I've watched the hand of God. I've come to let you know that His system works. I've come to let you know that I've walked with God through this thing. I've mapped and watched other people's lives. I've watched with the business people and I said to them, I say, when I prayed for you, tell me about that transaction. You met who? How did that come about? Oh, oh, now map that transaction. See where it came through, how it worked, and and and. Because let me tell you about something about the kingdom of God. When it comes to prosperity or anything that God does, He's got to give you a model. Because I'm passing the model down to the next generation of where to fetch your money and how to fulfill purpose. Because God is not a God of dysfunction. He's a God of order. So that if I give you a model of how to get your stuff, you can pass that model down to your children. Stand to your feet, please. Have you joined the dots yet? Just pray a little bit and ask. Lord, what am I missing? What am I missing? What am I missing? What am I missing? Where have I missed it? You're not the author of confusion. Where have I missed it? I'm commanding a release of the earth's resources to those that are willing and obedient. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. There's a release of resources, says the Lord. I'm commanding the blessing of the Lord for anybody even under the sound of my voice this morning. You don't fully get it yet, but it, God says, because you are in this house, because you are here this morning, I'm releasing resources. I'm commanding, I've sent an email to the earth that the earth must give up what you need to supply your home and to take care of your life.
I want to pray this morning that there is a command of God's blessing upon your house today. That there'll be a miracle and there'll be breakthrough and there'll be answers. Anybody going to step out into faith right now and begin to pray like you've never prayed before and say, Father, hear my cry this morning. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to exalt you. But there's going to be a release of resources that's coming in the earth to God's people. There'll be fresh relationships and there'll be connections and there'll be divine connections and there's a release of heaven right now. Come on, begin to pray with me right now. Doors are opening that no man can shut because heaven is responding to my prayers. It is my season. Come on, from the first time that I began to pray. Come on, Daniel 10 and 22. Daniel 10 and 22. Is it 10 and 12? Give me Daniel 10 and 12. Please hear me. Read with me. Then he said to me, do not fear Daniel. For from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. Here's the prophetic word of your life. I've come because of your words. Come on, begin to pray right now. There is a, there's a release of angels and resources and the earth is going to begin to give up what you need for your assignment right now is it for traveling is it for your children is it to pay your bills is it to cancel debt come on you need to pray right now pray with me i come against that wicked spirit you your spirit of witchcraft you take your hands of god's people right now you take your hands of the resources i command the blessing of the lord upon this house come on pray with me now come on come in agreement with me this morning let's break this thing. There's got to be a release right now. A release right now. A release right now. Let the babies come. Let there be a release of gold and silver. Let there be a fresh opportunity. Pray, child of God. Command the earth right now. Command the earth to give it up. Say you're going to give it up right now. Give up the resources. Give up the resources. God's about to take the fight out of your blessing. Glory be to Jesus. I just, I, I feel this resistance. I feel like it's unbelief in the atmosphere. That you've never heard somebody tell you that you can command the earth to give up what belongs to you. Let me give you scripture. Abraham obeys God. And God says, do not eat, do not kill, put your hand on the land. Opens his eyes. And shows him a ram in a thicket. Thorns and thistles represent the curse. And the curse has been designed to withhold every blessing from you. When you obey God, God takes the fight. What will it take to catch a ram by its horns? People have been struggling their whole lives to get this deal through. Oh, if I can just do this and do another thing in the flesh. When you obey God, God takes the fight out of your blessing. Come on, believe me this morning and begin to pray and say, yes, Lord, I'm a believer and I'll obey the voice. Where are the saints that will believe that the earth must give up its resources? God's about to take the fight out of your blessing. It's about to flow like never before. The blessing of the Lord will make rich and add no sorrow in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. 